This is Paul Shepard, founder of Soul Purpose Mastery. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Streiser, with The Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the creator of Soul, Purpose, Mastery, Paul Shepard. Paul gets into why he gets into your journey code to explain why you are where you're currently at. Paul works with his clients and talks about how he gets into finding out who you truly are. And Paul wraps it out with talking about the frequency you emit and how it impacts those around you. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know, I believe, the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. But before we get to our amazing guest today, are you a results-driven coach or have a mastermind and want to grow your community by eliminating the other social media distractions? The Success Finder serves as a coach's exclusive platform to share courses, announce events, and initiate engaging discussions. If you want to eliminate the distractions of social media noise and restrictive algorithms while also reducing the number of systems you commonly use to manage content and deliver your communication, then head over to the App Store and download the Success Finder. Click on the chat feature in the bottom right-hand side and message me to find out the next steps. And if you're looking for the right coach or mastermind, download the Success Finder and we'll help guide you on your journey. All right, on to the show. We have got an amazing guest today, the founder and creator of Assault Purpose Mastery System, Paul Shepard. Paul, man, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brandon. Great to be here. Looking forward to the conversation, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, are, we had already had kind of a good conversation uh, off uh, off screen beforehand, but uh, we'll bring this so we list, we leave the listeners with some amazing value and some golden nuggets along the way. When they realize all the value that you're bringing and they want to work, reach out to you, work with you, or get to know more about you, what's the easiest way for them to connect with you? Facebook group. If people are on Facebook, I know a lot are off these days. <laughs> Uh, Soul Purpose Mastery, S-O-U-L Purpose Mastery Facebook group. Join that. We're doing some giveaways once a week, an hour of coaching for uh, Soul Purpose. So it's hey, the best place to start. You get an hour of coaching and you get other another community thing. Amazing. So head over to his Facebook group. If you don't have Facebook, download it and go from there. So, all right, man, let's, uh, let's dive into this. And I always like the listeners to hear first off, once they know how to reach out and connect with you. Uh, next is, what's your superpower? If someone comes to you, what can they expect that you're going to bring to the table and help bring them from point A to point B? That's a good question, man. I like that one. <laughs> Eliminate doubt. I think the challenge we got is, is information overload in today's society. And I have this ability to eliminate doubt and, and help people gain clarity as to a better way forward. And I've spent 25 years going through the process myself. So I'm a good example of that one. Yeah. And you've invested in yourself, you know, over a half million dollars to find all the wrong things to figure out the right things. And we'll get into that hopefully a little bit, but you had mentioned there, there's just, there's so much information out there. And to me, the amount of information, it can be confusing. Uh, some people, they learn from coaches, online courses, masterminds, uh, accountability buddies, obviously lots of ways to learn. Who are you currently learning from and how did you connect with them? 
That's a good question. Gemstone University is something I'm learning from at the moment, which is all about how the, our system, global structure was created from uh, law to money to religion to esoterics, like the full picture. So it's pretty deep stuff. And I'm also really exploring into some concepts like remote viewing and some very esoteric stuff. I think I've spent enough time in business learning business skills, but there's always been this itch around, well, what's what's the truth in, in our reality? Where do we come from? What are some of the superpowers that I've seen people exhibit but couldn't figure it out? So I'm, I'm, I'm off on that tangent right now. It's been a, a few years and um, still learning business skills, but that's that's one thing that I'm quite interested in right now. Yeah. And I mean, we're always learning business skills. Now, personally, I stopped my educational learning for about 20 years, you know, built a seven-figure company, exited uh, a company where uh, there was 12 of us that had over 500 employees doing over $2 billion a, a year in lending. But I had stopped it. And, and, and that's why I love talking with people like you and all the other amazing coaches and masterminds that now I have access to. Because when, when we stop our learning, when we stop our curiosity, our childlike curiosity, the possibilities really get small. And who you surround yourself with, for the most part, it's not really there. So, you know, as, as you and I, when you and I were younger, we learned from textbooks and teachers. And that eventually is friends, family, coworkers, the people around us. But that's like a sliver of what's possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? I think my learning now doesn't come from anything textbook, so to speak. So the last 10 years specifically has been through, I realized the education system wasn't set up for us to succeed uh, in all aspects of life. I don't teach communication, I don't teach relationships, I don't teach finance. There's just cool concepts they don't teach and we don't realize the power we've all got. So naturally, when you don't get the answers through the traditional means, you seek things out elsewhere. So that's coaches, consultants, um, other people who have got deep knowledge on a certain subject matter, just like what you and I have done. So um, in fact, it's probably been 20 years since I did that. I actually never went to university officially. I've, I've done college, um, but never actually got a degree. So it's predominantly been individuals from anything from esoterics to business to, to marketing to, you know, sales funnels, you name it. Yeah. And, and, and one thing that I said, and uh, I think probably was the first episode and we've got over a hundred out now in less than a year. If my son wants to be a doctor, a nurse, an engineer, something that like, if he's operating on me, he needs that piece of paper. I want him to have that piece of paper beyond that. I'm looking at it like, Hey, I get, you know, standardized education. My, my wife has that. I had that. I was more pushed into that. Uh, but I really don't want a quarter million dollars in debt to walk away with something that I could probably spend about 30 grand learning from other people like you and learning like on the job training in the, in the bushes, in the weeds. Why, why would I want to go rack that up again? You know, we'll kind of get into that, but, um, here in a little bit, but let's, you know, kind of, I feel that, you know, we're, 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 when we, when we look at people, in general, especially over the last year, people get stuck and they don't know how to execute what's in their head. What's gone over the last year, though, is it's made me realize that it's allowed us to have a reset and how we can accomplish things. You know, perfect example. You're in Australia. I'm here stateside. We're on Zoom. Zoom was always there, but we never used it as much as what we do now for this. With this reset, how do you feel coaching, mastermind, self-education, how do you feel it's going to change, thing, change things going forward and how we can accomplish when we get stuck in our own way? So someone comes to your mastermind, someone comes to your Facebook group, they're looking to get unstuck. How do you see that this is going to be accomplished going forward? 
Well, you're probably much well-versed than I am to answer that question, Brandon, given the fact of uh, the network you've built. From where I see it, obviously, you know, travel is limited and that's been a big part of my learning and growth, just traveling all over the world, learning from key people. Now it's a lot more accessible. But even as a coach, I think some of the biggest learnings I've got is through the communities I've built, right? So it's actually from the group itself because the questions that come up, it actually helps me become a better teacher and a better coach. And there's things that I'd never thought of, right? I've had my journey to get to where I am. But then once you share that as a collective, and I think a lot of your coaches will probably agree with that, that's where some of the, the biggest learnings come from is, is, and that's where the mastery comes from is in the, in the teaching and actually having to go through the process and unpack things in such a detailed way. So I think it's helping us as coaches become masters in, in many different ways. And in terms of accessibility, yeah, it's it's all online, right? It's not as not the same as actually being with people in terms of around their aura and their energy, um, which is a shame for the moment. But uh, it's also meant that I've actually had a chance to experience a lot more or a much broader perspective of things uh, in a in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, and that's that's very true. Like the the see it, touch it, feel it, like face mm. to face, hand to hand. You can like feel the energy, whatever's going on around. It's a big difference. But at the end of the day, we deal with what we have and we move forward. You know, you and I are able to again. You know, back to the example, you and I are able to connect, learn more about each other, share your message to the listeners, and and see what they take away from it. So you know, though technology or the world has you know cramped us in one way. It's opened up other ways of actually doing things. Uh, you know, masterminds, they've been around for actually a long time. If you think about it, the first one was probably the Apostles. And then Benjamin Franklin creates the Junto Club or the Leather Apron Club. And then eventually this guy by the name of Napoleon Hill. Have you heard of Napoleon Hill? There you go. So Napoleon Hill, he writes a book, solidifies it, rounds it out. As there continues to be a huge boom in self-education, masterminds, courses, coaches, mentors, where do you see the parallels going between university and college and self-education going forward with the way the world is now? Hmm. I think it's going to become more mainstream. I think university is going to be challenged more, especially as the economy, the landscape, the workforce evolves with technology. You know, think about the fact that you know, potentially 50% of jobs are going to be replaced by technology in the next decade. Universities aren't equipped for, to teach people how to actually sustain an income. So how are people going to survive? They've got to learn different skills. And I think this is where the booming coaching potentially is going to come as well is because people are still going to need that interaction, that one-to-one, that personal touch. You, know, you can't get that from a bot in a bank on online somewhere, right? Um, if you're going to work on a corporate coding, whatever it is, which machines can do anyway, but I think it's going to open up a whole new possibility for us to explore topics that previously we never had access to in in ways that we never dreamed of with technology that we currently don't have access to. So I think the parallel there is it's going to be a, a massive shift. Obviously, you get the fact that universities, I know in Australia at least anyway, GDP, um, education is I think number three on the list. It's huge. If you want to come and study in Australia, you're paying twice the price to get access to an education here. So that to me says this is about money. This isn't about giving people the right tools to, to go out and solve problems in the world. In fact, it's almost the opposite. So I think as, as more and more people come to that conclusion and realize they're not fulfilled, they have this itch that there's something missing in their life. They're not earning the money they want. They haven't got the life they want. They're going to go out and seek more of this stuff. And obviously the platform you're providing is giving, giving people the ability to access that more readily 
So I think um, university is going to be a lot more challenged. There's a, there's a lot more fragmentation in this marketplace, and and rightfully so. Universities have had a monopoly for for far too long. And as you said, you know, the education system, you could spend a quarter of a million dollars learning things that you could learn on the job and be a master at it. You know, something that um, I've had a, a good buddy of mine who's a CEO of a public company, he says to me, Paul, I'd never hire an MBA or a, a PhD again. I said, why not? He said, because they almost bankrupted me twice. <laughs> I said, how so? And he said, well, they came in and um, they had textbook knowledge, but they had no real life experience. And the market's moving so quickly and changing so quickly. And there's situations that textbooks just can't cover. And I thought that's interesting. And, and again, no, no disrespect to people with an MBA or a, or a PhD. It's not the, the point, but some people have that experience. And this guy's been in business for, for 40 years. So that was an interesting conversation we had 10 years back. And I thought, wow, okay, that made me think twice about, do I do an MBA? Or do I keep focusing on skills that are going to make a difference and focus on my strengths as opposed to you know skills that are recognized on a piece of paper that someone else might value? As, as part of a status thing. So that's that's a big part of how I navigate the, the field now. Yeah, and that's interesting. 10 years ago, if you think about it, it's almost like he was a, I think they call it a soothsayer that, you know, a futurist sitting there saying, yeah, yeah this is not really going the right way. I probably 15 years ago, before I had started my first company, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go get my MBA. I'm going to go get that next thing. I never really looked into why I wanted to. I'm like, oh, I'll have the piece of paper. It'll just give me some more education. I'll get to meet some more people. And the reality is, is I probably have well more than an MBA, you know, with the amount of people, the rooms that I've been able to get to listen, to learn, because I realize I, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be in the top three, not in the top five. I want to be in like the bottom deck uh, of that room. And you'll get your MBA, you'll get your doctorate. It won't look the same way, but no longer are people sitting there saying, hey, if you don't have this, you can't get in the door. It's, it's, it's who you know not always the piece of paper that you've got. And I always, you know, I found that interesting. And I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall 10 years ago in that conversation because more people would have been like, you're crazy. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. But you had the advantage of that conversation and look where it's led you to today. What would you say that was your biggest takeaway out of that conversation with not getting your MBA, but building the the companies and, and the programs that you have done today? What did that conversation help shape today? career path for sure. So I was in I was in finance at the time, right? I was actually doing business transformation. Financial institutions saying, right, there's too much fat, too much bureaucracy, red tape, 14 DOS-based systems that don't talk to each other. I mean, this is a bank, right? And I thought, you're going to be kidding me. So I worked on those kind of projects and um, I thought MBA is a natural next step, as you've rightfully thought, right? New skills, how could I learn more, become better at what I do? And that conversation thought, wow, okay, so that's not necessarily going to get me ahead any further. So then what is, how can I become better at? So this is where I looked at then specialty courses, right? Actually mastering certain aspects. And I think communication was one of those big things. Change management was a big thing. How do you actually incentivize and motivate and inspire people to to change? Because that was a massive challenge, a roadblock I came across, you know, you're in a a bank and they're saying to you, you know, you, you, Paul, you can't put um, uh, scanners in here because we're a bank. I said, look, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but military, all the intelligence agencies, every other bank in the world's got scanners. And you guys have got physical documents sitting in a, in a storeroom somewhere. Like, that's just ridiculous. And if there's a fire, you've lost everything, you're up shit creek. So um, I, so these are some of the things that I couldn't believe I was hearing at the time. I thought, okay, this is obviously a real skill to be able to convince someone of the benefits of the change 
And uh, and once people experience it, obviously they're on board. But but getting to that point was a massive challenge. So it, it's really shaped the skills I valued: you know, influence, you know, leadership, um, communication, for example. And then obviously, I think going through life, we're trying to fit in. You know, we're all trying to fight in, fit in, find our place. And for me, it was never about you know, business, military, corporate. I just didn't fit in. And I couldn't work out why. I was just like, what the hell's wrong with me? Right. And it wasn't until many years later that I thought, like, I came across some tools that actually unveiled who I really was. So I could stop trying to focus on the things that are going to make me look good or give me the status or give me the job or the money, whatever it is, and focus on what I'm designed to do so that I can go out into the world and, and make that impact. And there's more fulfillment, happiness, flow, ease, the whole lot. Well, you just said stop. What was that? Stop focusing on X and start focusing on Y because you talk about genetics and, and how we're already pre-wired. Um, my, my corner man, Dr. Jeff Spencer, calls it human DNA. The human DNA is already there. The champion's mindset is what has to overcome that, but we are already hardwired. Dive a little bit more into that because that's that stuff fascinates me right there. And I, I know the listeners would love to hear more about the genetics that are already hardwired in us. Yeah, awesome. So quick backstory. Obviously, I spent close to half a million bucks on personal development over 25 years. And what I'd learned in two to three hours in terms of my genetic code revealed more than I'd learned in 25 years. It, it blew me away. And I thought, oh my gosh, okay. And I could then rewind 25 years and go, that's why this happened. That's why I did that. That's why I behaved that way. That's why all these things happened. So if you looked into astrology and if you looked into you know, quantum physics, um, there's something called neutrinos. And neutrinos essentially are what stars emit. It's like a, a light or energy that stars emit. And as that energy passes through the universe, it bypasses planets, other stars, the whole lot. So it picks up imprint. It's like mixing paint or two cars bumping into each other and the scuff marks. So it's collecting all this information as it's traveling through the universe. This is science, by the way. This is not just a, a, a super woo thing. And that neutrino imprint at the moment we're born gives us this energetic DNA, so to speak. So that's what we're born with. We're born with a set of potentials. And now it's up to us to go and learn that and implement that. So you know, I use the analogy of you know, how many submarines do you see flying around the sky? You don't, right? Because they're not designed to fly. Um, no matter how hard that submarine tries to fly, it's never going to fly. So it's going to feel frustrated and angry its whole life trying to learn, trying to fly because Mike's flying, right? But it doesn't recognize that it wasn't designed to fly. Likewise with humans, we are, we are not designed. We're all not designed equally. So it's about identifying what it is we're designed for and then going and fulfilling that. So I, I use the analogy of, this, of the movie script. We're given these set of potentials, right? That just means that we can learn certain skills much faster and easier than other people because we have this uh, propensity to learn them because we've got this energetic imprint and we go and learn it. And there's natural instincts that take over. You know, there's certain things that you will gravitate to. I mean, sure, you would never have been successful in business unless you had those skills to begin with, right? So you've naturally gravitated towards that because you've had this, this, this intuition that's taken you there. So the same thing, we all have this imprint. I was pretty thick, not listening to that, using my mind to analyze my way through life, trying to fit in, trying to do the things that I thought, thought would be good for me and not listening to what was in the body that was always guiding me. And that's where I've lost everything many times and had lots of suffering and pain and frustration and resistance and all the rest of it. So the minute I tapped into who I was, it was absolute clarity. This is why I'm here. This is what I'm good at. This is what I suck at. Don't do that anymore. And just focus on what I'm good at. 
And in the process of learning that and discovering that, it's there's so much more flow in life. So the resistance, the struggle isn't there, you know, and um, learning to surrender was a big part of that. And, and then learning to trust that what I'm designed for is actually going to serve me at the highest level and those around me. And the money comes afterwards. Yeah. Money, money is a byproduct of solving a problem. I've said it before. We said it before we got on this uh, real quick. Cause I think we could spend hours and hours in what we're, what, what, what you just started to unravel right there. Uh, again, it, it, if someone wants to look more into what you're talking about, you know, figuring out what they were, you know, meant to be, uh, is it, is it best just to go over? Do you have a, is there, is there a quiz that they take? Is there someplace on your website? Best way? Is it just, again, go over to the Facebook group and connect with you that way? Or what would you recommend and how you got your journey to that part? Yeah. Facebook group's a good starting point. If you're not on a Facebook, my website, so Paul B for Bravo Shepherd, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. There is a quiz there. Um, that'll just kind of get you into the learning process. And there's, if you want to reach out to me, I'm half an hour conversation, we can have a chat and just go through the process at a high level as to what's involved. Um, it's pretty simple, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. You know, I feel that people have a way of surprising us from time to time, whether it's their grit, their grind, their willingness to learn. I'd love to hear a success story of someone that went through, worked with you. They were here. They wanted to get here. If you got to use, uh, you know, and we appreciate anonymity. So if you got to make up names, but if you can give us the example of someone that came to you, here was the problem. This is what they wanted to solve. And what was the outcome because they worked with you? Probably I'll just, I'll just call a girl X. She's a, she was running an agency actually. And um, frustrated, always in the grinds, always chasing a tail, always trying to to, to, to make a profitable business. And once I'd unveiled who she really was, what her skills were, and how she's best uh, to approach life. So for example, she wasn't designed to go out and make things happen. So she was constantly going out there trying to initiate things and interact, but energetically, that's what, what, what she was not designed to do. So we flipped that and said, right, I want you to be very clear on, now you know who you are, you know what your skills are, you know what jobs you should be doing versus what you should be outsourcing. I want you to get very clear on that and manifest what you actually want. And like a Venus flytrap, these opportunities come by. And I said, don't pounce on all of them. Just wait for the right one to come. And you'll know when it's right because there's this decision-making strategy that she was taught. And the body always responds energetically. And it has to go through a wave sometimes and depending on the individual. So as a result of that, her business transforms because now she's no longer out there trying to, like a chihuahua, chase things. She's absolutely clear on who she is, what she's designed for, what she's not designed for. She sets the intention of what she wants and all those people and opportunities, clients, uh, staff, contractors, freelancers, they all come to her and she just has to be patient and trust that the decision-making strategy or her intuition or her body, whatever you want to call it, is giving her the right answers. And that's the hard part because we're taught to use the brain. So that's what she did. And as a result of that, her business is 3X'd. She's loving what she does. She isn't frustrated. Sure, there's still teething problems. There's things she's got to sort out like business processes and all the rest of it, but she's loving life. And more importantly, she's, she's confident. She's comfortable. She's feeling fulfilled. She's satisfied. There's no longer this struggle and this grind to try and earn a keep anymore. And she find, she's found like she's, well, she feels like she's found her place in the world. And it's, it's more of a let's sit back in the armchair type scenario as opposed to being on the bicycle out there hustling every day 24 7 so that was the that was the dramatic shift and, and that's just the beginning you know, the whole thing with her is this is a seven-year experiment you know start the process now it's a cellular reset 
It's about removing all this programming. And don't just believe what I tell you. Actually experiment with this. And if you're seeing success and your emotions are changing and you're starting to feel different, you're on the right track and keep going. So that's just one example of many. Yeah, no, and I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Miss X. Um, you know, seven year, seven year thing, but yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with us. You know, I, I've got a few more questions as we come to an end here. Uh, you know, I think there's always new ideas brewing and, and they're easier in times of prosperity when the wind, when, when the world's winning, everyone, you know, wins are just coming a little bit easier, but I think, uh, innovation and ingenuity come when we feel the squeeze and the world is still feeling some form of a squeeze, depending on where you're at. What are you working on right now? that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? Two things, actually. <laughs> Wait, give them both. Yeah, well, I think we touched on this before the call was you know, region, Earth Regeneration Projects. So I think most people on the planet recognize that there's something wrong right now. This thing seems to be falling apart, uh, depending on what you subscribe to news-wise. But I think everyone on the planet can agree if they check in with themselves, there's something not quite right. Um, so there's some projects I'm working on there with um, a lot of funding coming in. That's super exciting. That's all about building community. And um, if anyone's interested in learning more how they can get involved and get paid to do what they absolutely love doing, then absolutely reach out. Uh, the other project I'm working on is uh, building some software. So software is really designed for, for business leaders and corporate because what I want to do is bring my system or this system that I've been putting together. Essentially, it's a, a Venn diagram of different tools that I've been using over the last few years and roll that into the corporate world and the business world, right? I think for far too long, we've been using psychological profiling tools alone, which just don't make sense, right? And they're only the tip of the iceberg of who we really are. So the software I'm building now is, is, is a way to solve that problem. Imagine if um, even just 50% of the population were doing what they're designed to do. You know, you wouldn't have all these unhappy, frustrated, pissed off people working in jobs they don't enjoy. People can find their core purpose, find the job they love, find the career path they love, do what they absolutely love doing, find their art, so to speak, and go and make an impact in the world. And, and all of a sudden, I think, yeah, from what I've learned, is we're always broadcasting this frequency. You know, 93% of communication is nonverbal. And a big part of that is the frequency we broadcast based on this emotional state we're in in terms of our genetics, um, something I go into in my coaching. But if most people are frustrated, angry, bitter, and just pissed off in general, which I think is a big part of the population, What's that doing to the rest of us? You know, it's like a, it actually affects everything. So if you're out there resonating a higher frequency and you're vibrating and you love what you do and you're passionate, you know, you're you're more of an assistance and you're helping the world. And I, that's that's part of what I want to do through software and the the methodologies is to bring that into a more mainstream and take it out of the shadows because some of the best things I've learned you would never ever find on Google. So I want to bring some of these things into the spotlight because they're so profound. Got to bring you over to the success finder and have uh, other people find out about this amazing stuff on there. And I look forward to learning more. All right. Last one. What is a tip, a tactic, an actionable item that if anyone listening to this day implemented it into their personal business life would see a real impact over the next 30, 60, 90 days? Listen to your intuition. Now, that's a really tough one, especially as a business person. And we're obviously analytical and we want to see results, you know, return on investment and results. That's what we want to see. But the most profound thing that I've ever learned is get out of your head and into your heart. And when you can do that, your body's always talking to you. Your body keeps the score. It's always communicating with you. We just have not learned how to use it. People can do that, whether it's a two, three-minute meditation. If you have to make a critical decision about you, specifically about you or a course of, or an action that you've got to take, not necessarily always about the company 
or, or dealing with other individuals. But when it's a decision about you that you need to make personally, check in with your body, get out of your head. It's, and it's really hard to do. And it's hard to trust initially, but it's a muscle that you can build. And that will change the game completely. That'll get you on your path and lead to more success, more fulfillment, more freedom, more everything of the good things and less of all the negative stuff. And and who doesn't want more of that? I mean, at the end of the day, who doesn't want more of it? You mentioned a minute ago, you're like if 50% of the world was just doing what their, you know, what what their purpose. If we could get 5% of the world to do that, 1% of the world to do that, the impact would be would be unbelievable. We have got the creator of Assault Purpose Mastery System, Paul Shepard. Paul, thank you so much for the nuggets, the knowledge bombs that you brought to us today. Paul, thank you so much. You're welcome, Brandon. Thanks so much. Great to join you. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.